Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Hi, my name is Roy Srivastav, and today I am going to give you an introduction and uh, an understanding about what our fund C3 fund does. The theme of our discussion and the presentation is investing using smart frequency trading. Uh, smart frequency trading is a proprietary software which we use to invest, which we will talk in detail about uh, it in this presentation. Before we get into the presentation, let me tell you about two of these great investors, Warren Buffett and uh, Bill Ackman, who are as you guys already know, they're very well renowned in this area. One of the quotes uh, each of them has provided is around emotion. Is about emotion that it is extremely hard to control your emotion when you're actually investing. And this is the theme of overall of any trader or any investor you might know. The struggle which they all have is controlling the emotion. One of the themes which I used and during our discussion is the four regrets of a trader, which is, I wish I would have bought it. I wish I would have sold it. I wish I would not have bought it and I wish I would not have sold it. And all of these fours are related to an emotion of a human being uh, as a trader. This is one of the things which the software does is outsources the emotion, uh, outsources the human emotion to a software and have the software decide based on data. So who we are, are we are an uh, innovative uh, hedge fund which focuses on unemotional and AI-based data-driven predicting of stocks in three major industries, Chinese industries, cannabis industries, and chips industry. We still focused on specific industries. We we're probably not trying to broadcast it to any, any industry, but we are focusing only these three industries as we see a great potential in uh, these particular areas. And we use investing the proprietary software, which is the smart frequency trading. Now, what does this uh, smart frequency trading tool actually does? It's an AI system. Basically, the, the core part of the system is to invest and preserve the capital and manage the risk. That's the core part of it. Uh, the other things which it does is it learns from the investments and finds a reasoning on why certain things succeed and why certain things fail and try to find intelligence and you know, trying to find pattern which can be reused for investment. The structure of how it's built is it's built based on technical analysis and uses the AI and predictive analytics to identify which stock has better technicals than, uh, than the compared to the other stocks and buys based on that. Automation of the trade is very significant because the execution has to be also automated because the core part of this is controlling the emotion. And that is where the software can excel and does excel. Giving you a little bit idea about how a typical investment happens is you don't let your emotions get in the way of your rational decision-making. And uh, emotional decision-making is that you like a company, you hear good things about it, you read good things about it, you feel good about it, and then you invest. Uh, and then you invest. But when you're scared, you sell it. And that's the premise of an emotional investment. While if it's a data-driven, the data-driven is completely rational because you are not really connected and reading about how the stocks are doing. How, how the company is doing, what are the things they're doing, what are the article writers are reading writing about that. And the way the rational decision works is you like a company, you still choose the company. You uh, buy and sell based on data. A data can speak thousand words and you just have to be able to listen to what the data is saying. And when the data says it's time to buy, you buy. When the data says it's time to sell, you sell. And that's what a rational decision without having any emotion uh, is, is involved in that. This is our current and our future goals. 
And the goal which we have for 2021 is to get to about 8 million. 2023, we'll probably get to about 80 million. And by 2025, we are anticipating this to be a 200 million million dollar fund. We have two people working on this, myself, who is primarily managing the portfolio and primarily managing the, the software. And we have Josh Kincaid, who is, is a security risk analyst, and he will be primarily, he's a subject matter expert on the cannabis industries and has uh, a tremendous experience in, uh, in, in managing portfolios. So uh, we both are the primary people who are managing the fund at this point. We talked about the AI, but now let me give you an example about how does the AI predictive analytics work and what are the results have been. This is one of the most successful uh, uh, predictor, and this is an overall predictor which we use to identify if the market is turning around, if there's a high market risk on that. And this was from uh, like 2018 and 2019, and even in 2019 and 2020, these were the red spots are the one which the software identifies that there might be a potential risk in the market of losing money, of market turning around. Now, one of the things which I do want to mention around here is that it's not that every time it is successful. It's not every time it predicts accurate, but most of the time it predicts accurately. And the times which it has predicted accurately, as you can see, it has helped in protecting the capital for our investors in a big time. And that's, that's what the primary function of this downside predictor is to protect the money of our investors. This is an example of an investment combo, which is uh, which has a long and short com combination. So the algorithm, the way the algorithm works is that what we do is we write an algorithm, we uh, emulate it and to see basically how the algorithm works, then we identify how we can protect that investment as well. What if the algorithm doesn't work and works in the other direction? So we basically have a Fibonacci long and Fibonacci short. So this is just one of the algorithm. This is not the algorithm. And if we say like we have a million dollars and we allocate $500,000 to Fibonacci long and 500,000 to Fibonacci short, and then we emulate this. And based on that emulation, we basically get a maximum loss in a month or a maximum loss in a day or a week and we identify if this is an algorithm which we want to proceed with or we not, don't want to proceed with that. All of this emulation is based on how much trailing stop we will have and how long do we want to hold the stock for. So this particular emulation you're seeing is the whole period is one day and the, uh, and the stop loss which we will be providing is about three, 3%. Three and that's, that's how this algorithm works on that. Uh, one of the thing which uh, you see here is that there is, uh, the decision is made based on the average return on that. So if the average return is reasonable, then we basically go and uh, go and uh, implement that algorithm. To explain you how these algorithms are architected, I, I already mentioned that there is multiple algorithms and protecting all of these algorithms is the overall market indicator where the market indicator defines if we want to be in the, uh, in the investments or we don't want to be in the investment. But each of the algorithm has its own risk mitigation aspect of that. But for how this algorithm, the thought process of how this algorithm is defined is, in the, is what I'm going to explain. It is very similar to how you buy a house. Like when you buy a house, you basically have some criteria. Why are you buying the house? You basically either uh, want a good school, you want a bigger house, you want to just invest for investment. Then you try to understand what's my affordability. Can, uh, what, how much price am I looking for? Which school, which community am I looking into that? Then you basically go into more detail, like what kind of, how big the house should be. Does it need a backyard? How the kitchen needs to look, how the bedroom needs to look. 
And then you basically consult with some people. You ask some people and say, hey, you know what's happening? Is a particular area good enough or it's not? After all of that, you basically made, make a decision to buy a house. Now, if you break this down, this is based on triggers, filters, and risk mitigation. And what it helps in that is that when you're doing this in the next time, you're basically making decision for next time. And that's similarly how a stock investment works. So what you do is you basically have data triggers. The trigger data triggers and says, hey, you know, these are the triggers for this stock to buy. And then you basically go into a little bit more detail. You understand the cash flow. You understand the volume movement, market cap. Is that a big company to invest or not? Then you go into a little bit more detail, which is the technical indicators. And the technical indicators tells you if this is overall, is it in the positive direction? And after that, you do a little bit of risk mitigation to understand if you uh, invest as much, what is going to be the return of that? And then after that, you make a decision out of that. But more than that, what you do is the robot is learning this, the trainer, the whole idea about an AI is the trainer is learning this. And when it's in ready to invest next time, it's making the decision based on what it had learned through this process. And that's how the structure of this algorithms are. One of the things which I want to mention is that this is the overall structure. This is, this is not the algorithm. Every algorithm has its own aspect about how these technical indicators and how the predictive analytics will be used. But there are multiple algorithms who are thinking in different ways to get to, get to the best investment possible values. But the key part of that is, like we talked about the smart frequency trading, is that it is the capital preservation. And that is where this product excels. What technologies do we use is our whole technology is set up in Azure and it's a SQL-based system. And the whole the data definition and all the indicators are defined in there. We have all the functions and stored procedures, which basically act as trainer on decision makings and they're executed every day based on what stocks to buy and what not to buy. Some of the fundamental analysis, we keep doing that. And Josh, who is, who is an expert in this, uh, in this industry of cannabis, he basically has a lot of insight about what is happening in the industry and what could basically trigger in that. Um, and that's not usually, that is not used for our data analysis. Like we said, that we don't want to, we want to keep the emotion out of that, but that just gives a, a, a kind of closure to the information which we are grabbing from the data perspective and get an understanding of oh, this might, this is probably the reason why the, the data was saying these things. And it's mostly after the fact. We host with different brokers, uh, Ameritrade, E-Trade, and interactive brokers. And we, our preferred investors, preferred investment is through Ameritrade. We have all hooks uh, tied in into Ameritrade so that we can do the trade automatically. Just leaving you with this slide, telling that you know we are we are an automated and uh, algorithmic trading, AI-based trading system, and this data is very old, but it's still very valid. So very valid in the sense that around 2012 and 2014. 65% of the trades in the U.S. were done by machines. So humans have no chance of uh, winning over the machines. It's, it's like if you try playing uh, chess with a very smart computer, there will be only a few people who would, who would win, not everybody. Uh, and that's where we are. This, that's where we were in 2012 and 2014. It's like 220. So, so you got to realize that how much of automation of algorithmic trading is happening. And uh, outsourcing that emotion to a computer to a machine is the right thing to do. And that's what 
the base of our product and the base of our fund is the C3 fund is invest in cannabis, Chinese and the chip industries with an intelligence, a computerized intelligence behind that so that we are buying and selling at the right point. And that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't hesitate to reach out at rohit.c3fund.com or my phone number if you have any questions or even even if you want to get an understanding about algorithmic trading or any trading questions, you can feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us. 